I want to welcome you all tonight as we celebrate this liturgy led by our teens. So it's a great pleasure to have you, all of us, joining us tonight. Before, on, before my grandma passed away in July, she had 36 grandkids. She had 18 great-grandkids. But back when I was still, back, when I was still young, I was still back home, we spent every holidays with our grandma. Can you imagine having 36 kids in your house? That wasn't always fun. But of course, she was the only one, and she managed us very well. So every evening, we, did, we had our dinner, we had our night prayers, then she went to bed. 7.30, she was in bed. We did our things. When we wake up in the morning, there was a list to do for everyone. The boys were doing ABCD. The girls, ABCD. Then in the end, there was something down. If you don't work, you don't eat. It was a rule. You don't work, you don't eat. That's what St. Paul is telling us today in the first, second reading. Say, if you don't work, you don't even, even eat. But today, as we come towards the end of the church year, the readings are trying, kind of projecting us towards the end. I'm going to ask you, if you had a 10-year-old son or daughter, a child, 10 years old, and he's been begging you, please buy me this toy, buy me this toy, every time, then all of a sudden you buy this toy, gets excited for the toy. Okay, the following day you come back from, from work, wherever you've been, and he visit playing his toy. Doesn't recognize your presence there. You ask him, hello, I'm here, hello. Keeps playing with this toy. All of a sudden, maybe after a few hours, say, hey, can you take out the, the garbage out? Says, don't you see I am busy with my toy? As a parent, how do you feel? I think we've been questioning what's going on. Because you realize that he or she is interested in a gift more than the giver of the gift. That's often how the world is before God. We spend time enjoying the gifts, forgetting the giver. We're supposed to enjoy the giver of the gifts. But we spend time doing our gifts, enjoying our gifts, we forget who is the giver. Burdings today are reminding us that everything we have in the world changes. Everything comes to an end. So today in the first reading to the uh, prophet Mal uh, Malachi is telling us the same message. When the Israelites came back from Babylon, what happened? They were promised to come back to a world filled with milk and honey, everything going merry, okay? Then they realized it's not so. There's a lot of suffering and struggles. But those who are doing evil seem to be successful. That sounds very familiar in our world today. We see people very, we think they're evil. They're already successful. They don't get sick. So what do they do get sick? They don't die, well, they die. We can say, why are these people doing such evil already seem successful? That brings a tendency of discouraging us from loving God. Says, well, look at these guys. They're enjoying their lives and don't even love God. Look at me, I love God, I'm struggling. That's the message we have, saying us, oh no, people were doing evil, God is giving them time to change. Not because God doesn't see what they're doing, 
but it's reminding us that we should always stand ready to stand in righteousness of God each and every time. So the question is, what is in your life you are ashamed of people seeing, people knowing about you? If something is there, God says, get it out of the way. Why are you keeping it? If there is something I'm afraid of trailing, say, well, this is my secret. God says, take it out. Why are you keeping it? Because he wants us at all the time to be standing ready when God comes to visit us. He says, things are always changing. Nothing is permanent. The change Jesus is talking about is not, it's not the change that it's the end of the world. An end is the beginning of a new life. Now, I see one of your students here. You're coming towards the end of your school years. What do you do? You are studying so hard because you know the exams are coming. But there is life after exams. The end of the school year, maybe beginning, begins the new year of you going to look for a job, going to college. So it's not like the world is, boom, ending today. He says, no, the end is the beginning of the new life. So the readings are inviting us today to focus ourselves today and see Jesus something says in the gospel. He's in Jerusalem. He sees the temple and everyone is saying how beautiful it is. And he says, yep, good as looks, time is coming and nothing will be left of this temple. Now that was an insult because they knew this is where God dwells. How can even say something like that? We know in 70 AD, the Romans came and destroyed the whole temple. Gone. A reminder that temple, because Jesus predicted the destruction of the temple, says, destroy this temple, and in three days I raise it up. He was transforming that it no longer be the temple where God dwells, but the temple of our hearts. That's why Paul reminds us that God dwells in our hearts. The temple of the Holy Spirit is our hearts. So today, the readings are asking us one question. Are we standing ready for God? What is preoccupying us? Is it the gifts or the giver? Let us celebrate the giver more than the gift. So what is, what are you going to do? I'm going to ask you one thing. Is it in the world we live in, it's filled with divisions, with pains, with everything. Every time we turn the news, it's bad news. We as Christians are being asked that in the world filled with bad news, you are called to be the good news. You should be the good news in the world filled with bad news because that's how the light of Christ comes into the broken world. Let us ask God to pray for us. When pray for our students. Many of them are here. They're filled with so many pressures in these schools, in high schools, grade school. They have been with their pressures. How are they going to be the good news in those circumstances? How are you going to be the good news to someone who's broken? Because we are God's hands. We are God's voices. We are God's smiles. Let us remember who we are. That at the end of the day, we're not afraid of the end of the world because we know everything is under God's rule. And those who love God have nothing to be afraid because the giver of the gifts is the one we love. He knows we need the gifts, but says, 
Go and be the good news. When we hear the bad news every time, it should spark your mind and you say, how am I going to be the good news? Our world is divided. Our church is divided. Our politics is very divisive. Amidst all these divisions, they're telling us, be the good news and we bring peace, unity, and love. The Lord be with you.